We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Geico presents Yikes, another voicemail from your roommate. Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Road of His Draft Series brought to you by the FFPC. I'm your host, Kyle Pollock. You can find me on Twitter at KylePollockFF. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Whalen. Nick's co-host of the Dynasty Trade Calculator podcast and the creator of the Debbie Report. He also just released his 2018 rookie guide titled The Graduate. You can follow him at underscore Nick Whalen on Twitter. Nick, thanks for joining me. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Excited to talk some draft. And uh, we, we've never met before, Kyle, even though we've had lots of interactions. So this is pretty cool, too. Yeah, yeah. We've written together for quite a few years. So nice to finally put a face to the name, kind of talk to you. So it's been good. And um, where can people find your work with the Dev Report and The Graduate? Um, I've read those. I know they're both great. So just kind of for everybody else to get a look at them. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's at uh, thedevreport.com. And then if you go to the store, then you can find and purchase both of those. All right, awesome. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the AFC North and the AFC East. Um, so we're going to kind of run through the draft needs for both of those uh, divisions, go through team by team, uh, their first round picks, kind of the biggest holes, maybe who we expect them to take at each um, slot. So starting off in the AFC North, uh, the team that's probably made the most news in football the past couple of days, uh, the Cleveland Browns still holding on to picks one and four. Um, they moved some other picks around, traded for Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry, uh, Demarius Randall, um, traded Deshaun Kaiser away as well. Um, so most people 
expect the Browns to probably use one of these picks on a QB, um, even with Tyrod being uh, traded for, I would say. Um, I know some people see him as a stopgap. Some people see him as a championship-caliber quarterback. Um, but there are a lot of holes that need to be filled for the uh, Browns. What other priorities do you think the Browns will address via the draft? Yeah, they're, they kind of made themselves uh, take values, which is really smart. I mean, you know, before the trades, I was going to say corner, which I've heard they're going to move Randall to free safety, wide receiver, but now they have Landry there. And are they going to deal Coleman and they still have Gordon and – we forget all those guys they drafted and Higgins and Ricardo Lewis. I mean, they, they've got quite a few receivers. So now I don't think that's really necessarily a need um, running back. I mean, they could address that early with Barkley is kind of the, the consensus, which I, which I think is, is a smart move um, for an NFL franchise because like the Browns, you just need to start picking good football players. I mean, I, I saw some stat. It was like they're they like seven straight classes of not having their first round pick, you know, like they're just gone. So you know, I think Barkley's fairly fairly safe, but you know, some people would say take a quarterback and take like, you know, Chubb, and then in the second round get your running back, which makes sense. But uh, the other area I thought about Kyle uh, would be offensive line. I know one in four are a little early for them, but I think you know maybe re- getting a replacement for Joe Thomas would be smart uh, in the second round. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, what a lot of people, I'm looking at Matt Miller just released his mock draft today. He has them taking Barkley one and then kind of waiting for them to see what they'll do at quarterback and taking Baker Mayfield at three, which I know everybody over here at Rotovis loves Mayfield. Um, I'd be on board with the, both those picks. It would at least give them a lot of excitement with that offense, um, which I think is something they've been lacking. Uh, I think looking at offensive line will be good for them too. They are getting old, but um, that offense should be pretty exciting. So, um, you know, looking towards a guy like um, Mayfield, Barkley, Micah Fitzpatrick, those are kind of the guys we've been looking at. Um, I think that's certainly a good move for them. Um, next up in this, who, who, who do you like a quarterback? Mayfield is my top quarterback. Um, and then probably Rosen and Lamar Jackson are kind of 2A, 2B for me. Um, I would probably lean towards Rosen a little more ready right now, but I think Jackson might ultimately, um, you know, give an offense like that, especially if paired with Saquon Barkley, uh, a little more um, upside. Rosen's obviously a different type of quarterback too, um, and if they're going to run more of a, you know, they are fit for a spread team if they, uh, you know, have Barkley, Jackson, Corey Coleman, Josh Gordon, they're fit perfectly for that. Um, so I think that would be pretty interesting. What about you? Yeah, I have them, um, uh, Rosen. Uh, Mayfield, Darnold, and, and Allen. Uh, well, actually, Allen and then Darnold. So uh, Jackson's really low on me. I'm not. I'm not hiding him at all. But I mean, I think. I mean, really, they said some. It was smart what they did. Get Tyrod, then get whoever they want at quarterback. Let him sit and develop, which is something they don't do in the NFL. But it's smart. Less pressure on the guy. But I mean, they're surrounding him. You know, if you get Landry, that's a good safety net. And I saw they're, they're looking to extend Duke Johnson, which essentially you can move him as like a slot receiver, basically. And you got Njoku, too, another guy you didn't even mention. I mean, they are loaded, which is smart. You, you, you surround those young quarterbacks with weapons. It takes a lot of pressure off. Right, right, exactly. Now, would you prefer to wait for a quarterback and take them at four? Or would you, if you have a guy, would you prefer to go up and get him at one? I think I'd just take Barkley at one. I know people don't like that, but I would because I don't think – I think a number of quarterbacks could be in any team's top quarterback. So unless you have one guy that is way above the other ones and it's a consensus, I think you could actually wait and then get your guy. Yeah, I I agree with you. I'm in the same camp. I typically don't like taking a running back in the top 
five time of a draft kind of like um you know the trade-off of taking a guy like say ronald jones in the second round but the browns are so devoid of not talented players they obviously have talented players but guys that have been able to produce in the nfl if you can get a guy that can come in right away um i totally agree with you um the next team uh, is the Cincinnati Bengals in this division. Uh, they traded for Cordy Glenn today. I believe they swapped first-round picks with the Bills as well in that trade, right? So they're now down to pick 21. Um, offensive tackle was a big need for them, so that was pretty good. Um, they had one of the worst offensive lines in the league last year. Um, moving down to pick 21, I still think they probably could have gotten an offensive tackle there. Um, but I don't think that'll be the case now. Um Tyler Eifert's an undrafted, or, or excuse me, an unrestricted free agent. AJ McCarron's a restricted free agent, um, so that could factor into both of their picks. But what do you see them doing? Um, I know outside of AJ Green, they probably have a need a receiver. If Eifert doesn't come back, they can grab a tight end. If you're the Bengals GM, what are you looking to do with this pick? Uh, I'd probably look at taking a right tackle. You know, I mean, because I mean, really, it's such a huge need. I mean, when they let. Uh, Whitlock go to to the Rams or Whitworth. I mean, it was just a terrible, terrible offensive line play last year. It hurt Dalton. It hurt Mixon. It hurt that entire offense. And, you know, getting Glenn helps, but Glenn has some durability issues right. himself. So hopefully he can stay upright. I mean, he's talented, but hopefully he can stay upright and for, you know, a majority of the season. But I would take a right tackle. And that way you're, you're isolating all of your investments. You're helping them produce. Um, and honestly, that's probably your next best need. I mean, they could go linebacker or safety or corner. There's some big needs there. Um, and there's certainly some talented players that they could get at those picks. But to me, I think offensive line just boosts all those other investments. Yeah, for sure. We've seen that with teams like the Raiders, how they've built around an offensive line and then gotten the quarterback and been able to you know, help him out. And I think while Dalton's proven, um, he certainly needs that offensive line help to kind of get him back up to where he was playing. Um, do you think they should re-sign Eifert and McCarron? Or would you kind of let those guys go? I know Eifert's had durability issues. Um, McCarron, you could probably get a pick back for depending on what they tender him at. So. Yeah. I, I mean, what a sad story Tyler Eifert is. I mean, I – Titans are so hard to scout in the draft, but he's one of those guys that he ran really good routes and he's so athletic and he just cannot stay healthy. I mean, and he's not even that young anymore. I think he's like, what, almost 27 or, you know, so it's just one of those sad stories. And no, I wouldn't bring him back because we've seen this story that I think he needs a fresh start. The Bengals need a fresh start. Um, McCarron, I, I don't really get the allure of everyone talking about him. I don't think he's that great. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'd, I'd have a low tender on him and see if you can get a, a compensatory pick back for him. But, yeah, I think it's kind of a, a fresh start. In fact, I thought potentially the Bengals could get in on this Kirk Cousins uh, sweepstakes because Dalton has a low amount of guaranteed money left. Uh, so whether that happens this year or next year, I think it's kind of a really – prove it time in Dalton's career. And I think the best way to, you know, evaluate him, you know, in a very pressure packed season would be to get some offensive linemen to keep him upright. Yeah, I agree. I think he has um, a low amount of money due next year. They could probably cut him. So, and uh, I totally agree with McCarron. The Browns kind of saved themselves, I think, with um, not trading that second and third round pick. Uh, They got all those, they got Tyrod and Travis Landry and all those guys for um, less than they were going to give up for McCarron. So, um, kind of Sashi Brown's parting gift, I would say, to uh, John Dorsey. Um, before we get to the new teams, I just want to take a moment to talk about Rotoviz. Uh, you can get a subscription to a Rotoviz NFL Pass right now for 30% off. 
It's available through the NFL Podcast homepage, rotaviz.com slash podcast. Your subscription gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content, tools, and supports the pod. So be sure to get your 30% discount for an NFL pass at rotaviz.com slash podcast. You can also support the pod by subscribing to and rating the Rotoviz radio channel on iTunes. Do that, you'll be eligible to win a, 35, a free $35 entry to a league at the FFPC. Go to iTunes, leave a review with your name in it, and then listen to future episodes to your fear winner. Also, if you're interested in being in an FFPC league with some of the Rotoviz writers and podcasters, email us at rotovizradio at gmail.com, and we'll get that all set up. So... Going through these next teams here, uh, we have the Ravens and the Steelers left. We'll start off with the Ravens. Um, they're at pick 16. Um, looking at Matt Miller's mock draft that came out today, he has them taking Harold Landry, a defensive end out of Boston College. Um, but they also do have a big need at wide receiver. Um, we're a fantasy podcast. That's probably what we're looking to talk about. <clears throat> Rashad Perryman was their last first-round pick. Really didn't work out. Do you think they should take another shot on a receiver again this year? I mean, I think they should take an offensive player in general. I mean, they could go tight end because Max Williams didn't work out. They could go, you know, and I like I'm – I'm an Alex Collins, I guess, at this point, truther. I mean, I think he's uh, way better than people give him credit for. I mean, if they have a great value at running back, they could go there. Offensive line and, of course, wide receiver. I mean, they're – you know, their best wide receiver right now is like Chris Moore, right? I mean, they have like nobody left there. I mean, they, they better be – and I've heard they're in this uh, this Allen Robinson sweepstakes and, you know, Sammy Watkins sweepstakes. I mean, they better – again, just like with Flacco – or I'm sorry, just with, with Dalton and, you know, any young quarterback the Browns are going to bring in, you need to strong Flacco with somebody. I mean, he he's not good enough just to do it on his own, as we can tell. Yeah, for sure. And um, if you were to take a receiver, <clears throat> which one would you take? Oh, you already know this answer, Kyle. You're setting me up. My boy, yep. Cortland Sutton, he is perfect for them. He's got the size. Flacco can throw it up to him. I think he would thrive in that offense. I agree. I do really like Cortland Sutton. Um, I don't think – I think DJ Moore is a great receiver. He's been getting a lot of hype, but I don't think he's necessarily the best fit for that offense. Getting a big, big body guy to compliment uh, Mike Wallace would be perfect for them. Um, so next up, we're going to talk about the Steelers. Um, Steelers are in a little bit of an odd spot, I think. Um, they had a great offense, obviously, last year. They were ninth in offensive in overall DVOA, um, and they also had a good defense. They were eighth in pass DVOA. Um, they probably that's their biggest need uh, on defense, especially with Ryan Chazier suffering that uh, tough injury. Um, I know some oh, terrible. Yeah, I know some people have also um, talked about getting a quarterback, maybe to replace Big Ben. Looking at Matt Miller's mock, he has him taking Marcus Davenport from UTSA. Um, would you focus on the defensive side of the ball or potentially look to maybe trade up if uh, the quarterbacks go quickly to try to get a guy to replace Big Ben, um, add another weapon maybe to that already potent offense, or would you kind of try to stick on the defensive side of the ball? Man, that's kind of a, that's kind of a really t- – I mean, they're in a good spot. I mean, they're a really, really talented team. And kind of it's – what do you want to do? Do you want to try and push to – to win in this window or do you want to extend and go into the kind of the next window, you know, and get a, a quarterback to extend, you know, and he can join up with Juju and whoever else moving forward. The biggest question is Le'Veon Bell, right? I mean, they franchise him, but I mean, what, what's really happening with him um, with all of those touches, you know, Kyle, it makes me nervous for Bell. You know, how long is he going to hold up for, you know, with 400 plus touches. I mean, he was at four yards of carry last year, which is very down in his career. And he was little, he was less explosive. So, you know, I, I know people don't like, 
you know, they're like, oh, Bell will be fine. But, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. Ray Rice was pretty darn good. And then all of a sudden he just fell off out of nowhere just because of usage. So something to keep in mind, I mean, I could see them using him for one more year and then maybe potentially letting him go because he's not worth it. I think they address running back maybe second or third round. They also could go tight end second or third round. But, man, wouldn't that be a great spot for someone like, you know, you had said Baker Mayfield. That would be a great spot for him. Sits there, learns for a little bit. Um, I don't I don't think Josh Allen would be a great fit there. Um, you know, I think Mayfield, because they spread it out so much in the use matchups, he'd, he'd fit there. But, you know, it, it's kind of one of the two. I think either they're going to build, like you said, an edge guy, a linebacker. They also could go safety, I think, uh, to extend that window. Um, you know, kind of, or I'm sorry, to, to kind of go for it right now. But I could certainly see a quarterback. I mean, why not? I mean, they they, they do build. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they kind of reload those receivers all the time, and they could start a quarterback. So two obviously very different teams where they are, but kind of similar spot with their quarterback, almost a similar spot to the Giants, would you say? How the Giants might not take quarterback. They might pass up a two and just kind of go all in and make a playoff push. I don't think the Giants are even close. I don't either, I mean, but I, I mean, think they do. <laughs> Pittsburgh has such a better team, and they have a, they have a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. They have a good defense. They have good. I mean, the, outside of some weapons, the Giants really don't have anything. Yeah, no, I agree. But I feel like they they just traded for Ogletree. I think they. I think they might. If Barkley's there, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. Which I don't think. I don't agree. It's the right move. Wow. But I, I kind of see. I guess you know similar similar draft class or same draft class. Excuse me. Um, you know similar parallels with two completely different franchises almost. Let me tell you about our friends at the Fantasy Football Players Championship, the home of the season-long high-stakes fantasy football. For most people, it's the offseason, but not for the FFPC. They now have almost 200 active dynasty leagues with entry fees starting at $77 and going all the way up to $2,500. And here's something incredible. Not a single dynasty league has folded in eight years. Orphan dynasty teams are available for purchase right now. Many of them are good teams ready to compete. And startup dynasty leagues will be forming shortly, so you get your name on the waitlist today. Plus, if you're ready to draft now, the FFPC Best Ball Leagues will be opening for the 2018 season in a few days, starting at just $35 entry fee. Don't miss the FFPC experience. Go to myffpc.com and register now. That's myffpc.com, the home of season-long high-stakes football. All right, heading over to the other division now. We're going to head over to the AFC East. Uh, First team picking in this division is the Jets. Um, they've indicated they're going to go all in on Kirk Cousins. Um, assuming they don't sign him before the draft, do you end up seeing them taking a quarterback with the sixth pick? I mean, really, the Jets are just going to be status quo, right? They're going to take a quarterback in the second round, and what, the fifth time it's going to work, right? I mean, they, they always take this quarterback in the second round, and they never work out. I mean, come on. Come on. You got, I mean, Geno didn't work, and Hackenberg didn't work. Sorry, Cal, I know you're a Penn State guy. I mean, they, oh, they got to no. do something different. <laughs> got to do something different. So I don't. I don't think, and I've had this this debate on, on Twitter, I don't think there's any amount of money the Jets could throw at Cousins and he goes there versus going to a, a winner. Do you? No, I don't know why you wouldn't go to Minnesota if you're him. It's a perfect spot for him. Right. I mean, I think Cleveland's an even better spot than the, the, the Jets. I'd agree, yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I, they have to address it. Whether it's him or they bring in another quarterback, Keenum, Teddy, or they have to move up in the draft. I mean, this is this is the year you have a new coach, right? Last year, he exceeded expectations. Get him his quarterback, and then start that team and that you know that potential run that he could make. Because I think he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and assuming they do end up signing a quarterback, say a guy like Keenum, where would you choose to address? Would you try to get him some skill talent around him? Or would you maybe more address, like you were saying, offensive line before, try to build around him that way? Well, with Keenum, I think he has a little bit of a shorter window. So I would mm-hmm. probably get some weapons because they don't have much. I mean, I'm a Robbie Anderson fan, um, but he's had some off the field issues. But, you know, I think that might be a little bit early. I think you could trade down potentially with a team unless you get a Barkley at six, then all of a sudden then you could, but I would probably trade down and then I would start getting more talent. And plus they, I mean, they need wide receiver, but they need linebacker and corner help there too. So, you know, they have, they have quite a few needs. I think trading down and getting more picks is kind of the move. For sure. For sure. Um, The Dolphins are picking 11th in their draft. They've said they're uh, committed to Ryan Tannehill for the future, but that they won't rule out taking a quarterback in the upcoming draft. Of course, no matter what they do at QB, they still need a lot of help on the offensive line. Do you think they should take offensive line first, or would it be a mistake to pass up on a guy like Baker Mayfield? Uh, I know Mel Kuyper has him going there. Um, Say another quarterback falls there, maybe Josh Allen. Um, Would you pull the trigger on a quarterback if you're the Dolphins, or would you choose to kind of stay the path with Tannehill? I would love to know what the Dolphins are even doing overall, yeah. Kyle. I mean, I mean they they cut Sue and it's what twenty two million in dead cap. They get and I mean think in a year Landry, Sue, and Ajayi you're all gone. Who's even on that team anymore? I mean, Stills has this big contract. It, a lot of things don't make sense. So you know why not just take a quarterback? You know, it doesn't make any sense because they got Tannehill invested the money. No, I'm kidding. I think it may. I mean. I don't believe in Tannehill. I don't think they believe in Tannehill. It's Pace's team. You know, he's kind of trying to get his own guys in there. So I would think if he has a quarterback of choice, he can do that. But, I mean, for for everything, Miami, take the best player available. You need to start getting some talent on that team and don't reach for players. I mean, they need – I have on, on my list, Kyle, I have tight end, linebacker, corner, are they happy with Drake at running back? Maybe, maybe not. I know he surprised some fantasy owners, but I mean, real life football, I'm not sure they were that happy with him. Guard, right tackle, you could say wide receiver now, right? I mean, I'm not a big fan of Parker. I, I put up this stat the other day on Twitter. Cooper Cup put up more yards his rookie year than in any single year Parker has in the NFL. He's at three. So, I mean, they, they have holes everywhere on that team. Yeah, for sure. Um, them cutting Sue today, I just thought was really weird. It did not make any sense. I mean, as a lot of their moves they've done. Um, I mean, trading Landry made sense, but for, for that small of an amount, I, I really didn't think it made that much sense. Um, looking at Matt Miller's mock draft, he has Minka Fitzpatrick following to them at 11. That's um, a value. I don't know if that'll necessarily happen, but I think that'd be an excellent pick for them. Like you said, corner's definitely a need. Um, their two starting corners right now are... Tankersley uh, from Clemson and Xavier Howard. So two young guys. Um, and even if you wanted to move him to safety, Nate Allen uh, is an unrestricted free agent there for them. So definitely need some secondary help. Um, the Bills, like we said, made a move today, trading Cordy Glenn and trading up nine spots to the 12th pick. Um, so they now have picks 12 and 22. Um, they have the Chiefs pick uh, after trading back last year when they traded up to get Pat Mahomes. Um they did trade Tyrod Taylor as well, so obviously they need a quarterback. Uh, they have five picks in the top 100. Um, do you think they could potentially do what the Eagles did a couple of years ago, move all the way up into the top four, top five to, to take a quarterback? you think that's the ultimate play here for them? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So you read my mind. I mean, it's, it sounds eerily similar, doesn't it? I mean, they moved, was it Kiko Alonso and, uh, and Maxwell to move up a few picks, and then they 
packaged up even more to move up to get uh, to Wentz. I mean, they, they essentially they have to. I mean, they, they need offensive line help now. They have both tackles, center, linebacker, defensive line, wide receiver, obviously, tight end. But you need that quarterback. I mean, again, we need the quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. I mean, you can't go – and again, we tried this Nathan Peterman thing. We, we can't go into the year with just this guy, right? So, you know, I think that they move up. And again, they might have to move up that far if they don't care which quarterback they get as long as they get one of those four. Right. I think if they could get a quarterback, because um, like you said, right now they just have Peterman. Um, I think receiver with that second pick would be a great move for them. Right now, I mean, they're starting Kelvin Benjamin, Andre Holmes, and Zay Jones. Um, Charles Clay at tight end. I mean, obviously McCoy's there. Um, he's getting a little older, but... That's probably one of the, the worst skill units in the NFL right now um, without that quarterback in there. So um, I think mm-hmm. if they could pair a guy, um, like you said, getting a quarterback at, you know, if they hop up into the top four, um, getting a guy like Cortland Sutton at pick 22, 21, whichever one they didn't trade. I'm not sure which one they traded, but that'd be perfect for them, I think. Um, and I think. I, I mean, as, as you said earlier, I think DJ Moore is probably a better fit for them just because they lack those weapons and he can kind of do everything there. I think he fits that mold a little bit more. And I know Flacco likes to go down the field, so that's kind of why I paired Sutton with him. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking with uh, if you have two big body guys like Benjamin and um, Sutton, I think, and Sutton can still stretch the field a little bit. You could have Benjamin even work underneath a little bit. I think that'd be an interesting uh, dynamic for them to have too. But you know, I really like more, like you said, so I would not have a problem with him ending up there. Um, yeah, Chicago had success with that, Jeffrey Marshall. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And the last pick uh, for the AFC East is the New England Patriots, pick 31. Um, obviously. Came up just a little bit short in the Super Bowl. Um, Tom Brady's going to be 41 before the year starts. Um, do you think they'd look for a quarterback? I, I mean, I know that's kind of what we've been asking with a lot of these teams, but um, it might be a little harder for them, I think, just because of the spot they're in, and they do like to trade back. But, um, you know, do they look at a developmental guy like Lamar Jackson or something like that at this pick? If, you know, someone like Josh Allen falls uh, in Matt Miller's draft, he has the Bills taking Josh Allen at 22. Do they try to hop up? and develop a guy like Allen. Do you think that'd be best for them or kind of same thing as the Steelers make a push to go all in one more time with Brady? I mean, I can't see them going quarterback. I mean, I know they have, they've played around with it in the second, third round, but I mean, seeing as kind of what happened and Brady demanded that trade, I can't see them using a first on a quarterback despite what, you know, Belichick or any of them want. I just can't see them doing that. So, you know, I, by the way, by the way, did you see Brady's hand? Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah, the cut. They they came out with it in that show he's in. It was not. That's nasty. Yeah. That's legit. I mean, I could. that's a legit cut there. I mean, you can see the meat. and. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was played off a little bit, but seeing it, I was like, that is, uh, he definitely affected him a little bit. I mean, apparently not too much. He threw for 500 yards in the Super Bowl, but, uh, right. you know, mere mortals right. it would have affected. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I hunt. Kyle, you know, so I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I got my own deer stuff like that. But me, like that, kind of gave me the will. I was like, oh man, that's rough. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I think that this could be one of those really surprise picks for me. Where what if they went running back? What if they took Rojo there, mm-hmm. or they took a Michelle there, and that helps extend that life because Deion Lewis is a free agent. Um, you know, they're going to be happy with Gillisley coming back. So I think Burkhead's a free agent too. So I mean, they don't really have a whole lot coming back. And maybe this is that Corey Dillon type move 
you know, where you you get a ground game going now along with those receivers, and that really helps Brady and takes the pressure off because they're going to lose their left tackle and soldier too. Right. Um, this is my ideal spot for Nick Chubb. Um, I still have faith in Nick Chubb. I still think even after that injury, he's the third or fourth best back in this class, and getting him to kind of complement James White I think would be perfect. Um, fill that LeGarrette bunt role and obviously do a little more. He's younger. Um you know, first and second down type guy, he could definitely open up that offense a little bit. So that's kind of my ideal pick for them. I think that'd be great, especially for fantasy purposes. Um, That's a good call. I like that one. Yeah. You got, um, out of all these teams, these eight teams, if you could have one player go to any of these teams, what, where would you, uh, who are you pairing up together, playing a little matchmaker? One player. Um, You know what? So I'm a, I'm a, fan of this guy i think he gets hated on way too much and i know twitter would go just berserk if this happened but i want it to go in the right way i want josh allen to go to the jets because i know everyone thinks oh that is a bust you know the jets don't know what they're doing josh allen's terrible but i would like josh allen just to make everybody eat crow and be a legit quarterback i, I don't know if he's ever going to be great i think he's going to be in that you know because he kind of is cutler and stafford he's that gunslinger type of guy but I think him going to the Jets would just be so perfect. And he actually turns out to be a decent quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see him turning out to be a, you know, if he can get consistent, that's, uh, you know, been my whole thing all year. Him and Darnold, if they can get consistent and consistently get down those flashes, they both can easily be elite quarterbacks. It's just finding that consistency. But I definitely like that. Mm-hmm. Um, How about you? So th- I really I really want the Baker, Baker Saquon 1-4. and four. I think really? that'd be so much fun, yeah. Um I think it just give the Browns hope. I think it would, you know, not competitive, but more competitive than they would be. I think they'd probably be the, I think they'd creep into the second best team in that division, potentially, you know, right. crack 500, especially if they make some moves in free agency on defense. Right. The one, the one thing I saw in film that I liked the most with Rosen and with Mayfield is they were in such control of their offenses that they mm-hmm. utilized all of their weapons. They knew where the check down was or the second read was. So having Mayfield or Rosen, either one of them, in that offense and be able just to utilize those weapons, they don't have to be the superstar. They could, oh, I'm going to dump it off to Najoku, wide open in the flat, and he just, you know, Josh Gordon, whomever. It could just be a wide open, just high-powered offense. Right, and especially if they take Barkley and they have Landry and Duke Johnson, might be a lot of checkdowns. So it'd be perfect mm-hmm. for the uh, you know a rookie quarterback to kind of come in. I think that's a great spot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to do it for this edition of the Road of His Draft series. Uh, again, I'm Kyle. You can find me on Twitter at Kyle Pollock FF. Uh, special thanks again to our guest Nick, who you can find on Twitter at underscore Nick Whalen. And thanks a lot for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Road of His Draft series. Please rate and review the Road of His Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Contact us via email at roadofhisradio at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at roadofhisradio. And remember, you can always support the podcast by subscribing to Road of His at a 30% discount through the Road of His Radio homepage, roadofhis.com slash podcast. thought from geico motorcycle it took 15 minutes to take a spirit animal quiz online please be the cheetah please be the cheetah and learn your animal isn't the cheetah but the far less appealing blobfish oh come on to add insult to injury you could have used those 15 blobfish minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to geico 
GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV. The perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. Now serving limited-time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.